0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. It's Monday, so that means Father Charles Murr is with us. Father, thanks again for taking a time to join us. I know you are one busy pre- I think after you've written your book uh and you've been on different radio shows and podcasts. I, I you know I I mean I don't know how many secretaries you have. You probably we call them me myself and I, but yeah. you probably could use yes. secretaries. Am I right?
1: I have, I have those same three. We 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 share those same three, Terry you and I. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go, yeah.
0: Father. Um, today, uh, we're going to be talking about the life of Christ by Bishop Sheen. But before we do some of these things, and before we get to the gospel, uh, I just want to, uh, again remind everybody to be praying for Holy Mother the Church, because. Uh, we are under siege from within, and uh, a good friend of Father Charles, a good friend of mine, Joshua Charles. I spoke with him yesterday. He's coming on the Terry and Jesse show next week. Good, we talk about that's a, great. a new book called "Persecution from Within: How the Saints Endured, How They Endured." And I thought that's it. And when I spoke to to uh, Joshua about his book, he said, "Yeah, we just thought it would be a good thing because we want to give people hope." And I thought, well. Father Charles, that's what you do with people. When we talk about the craziness in the church, you constantly are talking about, hey, you know, we've been here before. Let's, you know, suck it up and have an attitude that says, you know what, I'm going to live a holy life. And, uh, you know, life is short. Eternity is forever. So let's stay focused. And I think that that's the attitude rather than complaining day and night about some leadership in the church because that really doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah, I, look, I can give you three great saints right off the top of my head. Go ahead. That who who uh, underwent persecution, personal persecution from the church. Oh yeah. St Ignatius of Loyola.
0: Number 1.
1: St Teresa of Avila. Big time. St John of the Cross.
0: Yep. yep. They were arrested.
1: <laughs> they were arrested by the by the Holy Inquisition. Yeah. Saint John of the Cross did his greatest meditation and some of his greatest writings, or the or the the beginning of it, in in prison.
0: Isn't that interesting?
1: From the persecute from the from the the Inquisition. Yeah. And these people had every right to scream and yell. Yeah. And instead, they decided to become saints.
0: Yeah. See, that's a great example. That's the answer to our age today. And you know, yesterday, or I should say, I know this is next. This is we pre-record this, but. Uh, Yesterday, we had a great saint, St. Anthony Claret, the founder of the Claretian yep. Fathers, and I thought of what he did and how uh, he evangelized uh, Cuba, which was really in a bad shape. It, I guess it's been a problem all of our church history where cateches, catechesis has always been a great need, teaching the faith to people. Many people didn't have it, and we needed to do that. Well, here's a story that I'll just share that I thought was supernatural and that's what we need a supernatural outlook when he was evangelizing the natives in cuba he was ticking people off because you know what he was doing he was telling the voodoo guys knock it off and to fall into love with jesus christ and he was criticizing those who were you know working the prostitution realm and and telling them that they have morality we got need to keep the ten commandments he was making life miserable on those guys right he was hurting yes. business yes. and so guess what they did they three of them they made they made it their business
1: to make life as miserable for him too
0: yeah so what did they do they shot him point blank range three guys went up to him when he was traveling and when the bullet penetrated his shirt it hit the pectoral cross that he wore as a bishop and it didn't kill him and all three of those guys looked at the priest and went oh my gosh got down on their knees and said forgive us father please forgive us and he got those guys to go to confession and get back into the Catholic faith but you see god will work miracles with us if we have that kind of trust and faith and i think that's what the saints have given us from what i could tell father murray is that they look on the long term they don't look temporary they are saying look this is a soul we've got to work to help save and i am going to do whatever it takes and i think that's the attitude we need
1: Terry, right. I, I i you you hit on something that's that's fundamentally important uh all of the saints to begin with knew who they were. They all knew who they were. They all knew that they had souls, yep. and that those souls were uh uh to be saved. And it was their duty to respond to the great graces that 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 Christ gave us. Uh so they understood the game plan. Yep. I think for a lot of people Terry and you know this because because we try to do the same thing we try to bring Absolutely. people to Christ as well as we can okay. but you know this a lot of people have no they have zero idea of the game plan
0: That's it. That's it. Heaven, hell,
1: earth, uh judgment uh uh Cucamonga. they don't know they don't <laughs> No, they, they don't take time. Uh, I love it. By the way, I got a letter from somebody from Cucamonga. Rancho it said, Cucamonga. It's right here don't, don't take Cucamonga in vain.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh.
1: I, but I love I love the name, the name Cucamonga from WC Fields that's used exactly, it all the time. That's
0: exactly but, right.
1: But these people the, the people normally today, because they're not catechized, yeah. because they haven't taken five minutes, many of them, yeah. to even investigate. Right. What their life is about. If you investigate what your life is about, when you ask yourself, why am I here? Yep. What we call, we used to call, we still call the existential questions.
0: That's right.
1: Why am I here? Who am I? Where am I going? Those kind of things. Yep. Uh, they used to be answered by the time you were about 15.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: kind of figured those sure. out. Right. Yeah. Well, the The problem with today is that adolescence goes up to age forty five in the United States. I believe. Can it. you imagine? I can
0: believe. Psychologically
1: that. speaking, people are still adolescents, so they haven't come to those questions. But when you when you grapple with those questions, you have to you have to find some answers. Yeah. And the answer, of course, we there there aren't answers. There's only one true answer, and that's Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Who said?
1: What did he say? I, I am the, the way, truth. the
0: truth, the life. Yep. I
1: love right? it. Right, I'm the truth. Don't look, don't look for truths out there. I mm-hmm. love hearing that, Terry. Don't you love hearing that when you talk to somebody, especially young people, but yeah. uh, also oh. older people? They say, "Well, let me tell you my truth." Oh
0: yeah, when they say let that to me, I go, truth. "Really? <laughs>
1: yeah. Your your truth? What it, the truth is the truth, you know, gotcha. anyway. Yeah,
0: there's no when you get
1: when you understand who you are and where you're going, you're doing fine.
0: Absolutely, and you know, that's going to be the quote of our day with Fulton Sheena after the gospel, so it fits right into what you're talking about. All right, well, let's get the gospel of the day. It's Luke chapter 13, verse 10 uh, to 17, and Father, if if you have it in front of you, if not, I'll read it myself. I don't have it
1: in front of me, Terry, but, but I'd be happy to listen to you.
0: Yeah, okay, uh, we'll put that through your penance here. All right, I, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.
1: Glory, Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Lord. Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there for 18 years and had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, You are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, he's indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day, the lord said to him in reply hypocrites does not each of you each one of you on the sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering this daughter of abraham whom satan had bound for 18 years now ought not she not to have been set free on the sabbath day From this bondage, when he said this, all of his adversaries were humiliated. And the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendor deeds done by him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine sitting on a rock watching this take place? I'm just like, wow! I would be marveled. You know...
1: You 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 hit something right on the head too again, Terry. You you're good for hitting things on the head today. <laughs> the uh the reaction I always try to listen mm-hmm. who Christ is talking to, yeah, who the audience is, who this right. right. The, the reaction, the ultimate reaction of the people, of the of his fellow Jews yeah. who were there joyous why do you think they rejoiced because they too were sick and tired of of, of the rabbis yeah. and the and the, the leaders uh exerting the, the the letter of the law and not the spirit
0: amen right
1: so when christ kind of told them off yeah they they applauded they thought yeah that's great finally somebody stands up to these Yehus, right
0: exactly that's
1: good but also also the We go back to, we go back to legalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, this is something that uh, uh, the Pope uh, has been talking about uh, for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He talks about legalism uh, and he, he incorrectly, I think, uh, calls anyone who's traditionally minded uh, a rigid legalist. Well, I think he's wrong there. Mm -hmm. However, Christ himself was against the letter of the law. Right. He wanted the spirit of the law, but not the letter of the law. And he reminded people when he did miracles just a minute, there's somebody bigger here than the miracle you just saw. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, and on one occasion, he told them point blank, you're dealing here with the Lord of the Sabbath.
0: I love it. Yeah, he put well, You're
1: you're telling me what I can do on yeah. the Sabbath. I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. I own it, right? I own it. Exactly. You know, that's that's it. So, I hate first things in first place. But but it's a it's a marvelous it's a marvelous thing that our that our Lord is telling us about.
0: We'll be right back with more Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. My good friend, Father Charles Murr, is with us. It's a Monday, great uh, commentary and exegesis on the gospel. Now I'd like to bring the smartest guy into the room. It's not Father Murr. Not
1: Father Murr. Oh, ahead. <laughs> God knows it's not me.
0: Yeah, me <laughs> either. It's Bishop Fulton Sheen. Yes, you know, I Father, uh, before I give the quote, I was just on Spirit Radio out in uh, the Midwest, and it was Illinois where they carry our show. And they're listening right now. I did a rosary for them and uh, talked about why we use that term full sheen ahead. They love it. And uh, we love it because the man, Fulton Sheen, had such wisdom for the church. And this is why just uh, a week or two ago we had this conference and we had his mitre and his cassock that he wore on display here at the chapel Mm. Uh, because of what he it wasn't. A personal thing about bishop sheen this is all about our lord sheen directed us to jesus christ and this is why there's a great need for him to be beatified and there that day will come i might not see it but it will take place so here's the quote of the day and it fits right into what you were saying earlier in the first segment father about people who don't know the meaning and purpose of life sheen said this the man who does not believe in the future life has to take this one very seriously. And what he meant by that, from what I read in the commentary, is, hey, you know, you have that, that old line that says you only go around once in life, make the best of it, and all that. You've heard all that? The, guy, who, the yep. guy that wins is the guy that has the most toys at the end of his life. No, that's the worldly view. But Fulton Sheen is saying that if you don't realize life is short and eternity is forever, then you're going to live this life in fear. And I'll give you an example of that fear and then I'll let you give your thoughts. We here out in the states we went through COVID. And uh we still have people wearing masks today when they're riding their bike alone on the road and I see them and I'm thinking okay, I get it or they're in their car alone and they have a mask on. They're so scared <laughs> that they're going to you get love them? it. Yeah, they're going to get the, the virus. You know, I got it several times. I mean, my point is this we're living a life being scared about dying. And the reason is, I think, and this is my take, and it's my judgment call, is that they don't really know that there's life after death. They think this is it. So I can't lose a minute. I'm going to be afraid to, I got to make sure that I do this or do that vitamin. I got to get this because I want to live to be 110. Heck, 100 years. What does the Bible say? 70 or 80. That's, that's, you know, the scriptures talk about that as, that's a good life because you're not there is an expiration date on our life father murr's going to die someday i'm going to die someday and i think that when you have an understanding that what we do here on planet earth will affect where we into our soul and body will it be for all eternity then you have wisdom your thoughts
1: my thoughts immediately went to a great a great convert to the catholic faith uh, the catholic faith G.K. I Chesterton. It, I
0: knew it, I said that. Yep.
1: And and a great friend, a great friend of Hulter J. Sheen's that's also. Right, that's right. Sheen, Sheen, uh, Sheen loved him. Yep. GK Chesterton wrote a poem called The Song of the Strange Aesthetic. Now let me just let me just set this up for you. You're gonna listen to this, time. Terry. And, and and I'm sure that the, the that our audience is gonna love this. Okay, great. What Chesterton is saying, Chesterton creates a character. Okay. He calls him Higgins. okay? Mr. Higgins. Mr. Higgins works at a bank. He's a banker. So his whole work, his whole life is finance, money, collecting money, this that, the other interest rates and all have you, what have you. But the point that Chesterton's trying to make is that this poor man, Higgins, is living a life without knowing why he's living a life. And it's just what you got done saying, you better live this life to its fullest if this is all there is to it. Yeah. But what, what Chesterton is saying is he can't even do that. <laughs> he doesn't even do that. Right. And, and, and Chesterton begins this, he says, he calls Higgins a modern heathen, which he is. And we have a lot of people in the world today who are modern heathens who haven't figured out anything. And, but here, listen to this poem. It's no. a little bit lengthy. Do we have time yeah, for we it? we
0: got time, Father. This, I, I, I think okay. I know the poem. Go ahead.
1: Right? Yep. If I'd have been a heathen, starts Chesterton. If I'd have been a heathen, yep. I'd have praised the purple vine. My slaves would dig the vineyards and I would drink the wine. <laughs> yep. But Higgins is a heathen. Yeah. And his slaves grow lean and gray that he may drink some tibet milk exactly twice a day. <laughs> this is cute. Man's got stomach problems, right? Oh, yes. ulcers. If I'd have been a heathen, I'd have crowned Nureira's curls and filled my life with love affairs, my house with dancing girls. But Higgins is a heathen. <laughs> and to lecture rooms is forced, to courtrooms is forced, where his mm-hmm. aunts who are not married, demand to be divorced. Not even married. (laughs) They're not even in the sacrament of marriage to demand to be divorced. If I'd have been a heathen, I'd have set my armies forth and drive behind my chariots, the chieftains of the North. But Higgins is a heathen. And he drives that dreary quill to lend the, the, the poor that funny cash that makes them poorer still.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: If I'd have been a heathen, I'd have my, piled my pyre on high and in a great red whirlwind go roaring to the sky. But Higgins is a heathen and a richer man than I, and they put him in an oven <laughs> just as if he were a pie. Oh, gosh. This is- Cremation.
0: I know. Right? I know. I'm laughing at this. Now, part. he who runs there
1: can read it. The riddle that I write of why this poor old sinner should sin without delight. But I, I cannot read it. Although I run and run, of them who will not have the faith, nor will they have the fun. <laughs> this is too That's good. that. This is too good. No. So what? What? What Sheen is saying is yes. to, to this, to the, the answer is this, poem. They don't even. They, they for goodness' sake. Fill yourself with c- completely here if this is all there is yeah but most people don't even do that they can't even do that yeah so what's the purpose of it they're missing the whole purpose of it the purpose and, is to get to heaven
0: and and father this ties right into another topic of spiritual um awareness that you know the devil we taught we give I think we give the devil a little too much credit and here's where I'm going with this <laughs> mm. and that is we can Busy ourselves with our cell phone, YouTube, uh, whatever internet. We can we can be surfing the net all day long, and just being titillation the whole day, and uh, we've lost the whole purpose of life, and we've basically wasted our lives being uh, wasting it. In other words, at the time, God doesn't give us those minutes, those hours, those days back. So I, as for me, my examination is. What can I do today that's going to further my cause, first of all, getting closer to Christ, and in that same realm, bringing people to Christ and serving my family and serving my grandchildren, my wife and family? These are the things that are important in life, but I think where I'm going is that it seems like the devil doesn't need to work too hard in the sense that if we're just going to be distracted in life and never know the meaning and purpose of life and just pleasure ourselves all day long, he doesn't need to tempt us. We're doing a good job ourselves. Am I on to something?
1: Yeah, look, people are saying, well, I don't don't believe in the devil. I've never seen him. He's never appeared to me. This, that, and the other thing. But, well, he doesn't have to. You're already his. Yeah. (laughs) Why in the world would he have to do something extraordinary? I hear you. You know, most people, most people without realizing it, have already sold their souls to the devil they have they're, they're part and parcel of this of this world and that's all there is to it yeah so
0: I'm gonna <laughs> shift, shift gears to uh, this was the last week for the Senate Senate that's taking place in Rome that in my opinion was just a waste of time when statistically six and a half Catholics leave the church for every Catholic that comes into the church we have yeah. a crisis in the church where people are leaving uh, you don't have to just and you are your listeners know that go to your mass your Sunday mass and you don't see the people that used to be there uh, at mass and we're spending an inordinate amount of time talking about this week was women's ordination and the blessing of homosexuals mm. and I think to myself are you really going to spend time on that when other issues are at hand And I and I really think that there are more Bishops and cardinals coming up, not, and priests like you and lay people are finally coming out more and more and saying, wait a minute. Like, <clears throat> there's a uh, bishop in Bolivia, he said, uh, the Senate on Senadality cannot remove pages from the Bible, the archbishop said. And he talked about this thing. Obviously. That, yeah, but but my point is, you really have to say that? I thought this was a group of, you know, high-informed Catholics meeting and and when you see what they're saying in some of the articles where they ask these questions this week about the, the positive faith and revealed truth, they wouldn't even answer that as being like, that's not the issue. It's sen- synodality. It's walking with God. Well,
1: Terry, it, it's, almost, it's almost beneath them.
0: Yeah, it's almost beneath them. That's a good way of <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm going, Are you serious? Yeah. I. You know what I have yeah. to say, Father? And again, it's not my judgment. You know, they're all going to be judged by God, not by me. Thanks be to God. But I really wonder what supernatural faith these people have that are meeting from the top to the bottom on the Catholic faith, because it reminds me of of just people voting by popular vote. And that's not how the yeah. real truth is. So that, that's just a concern I have. And uh, my thought is Fulton Sheen talked about women priests saying, "No, know, i if God wanted women priests, He would have made His mother a priest. Your thought?
1: Of course. Well, of course. And 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 uh, the the point is, look. Here's the crazy thing. You want this is the crazy thing about all of this. Hit me. All of the questions that they're dis- they're looking at right now have already
0: been answered.
1: Huh? Get ready for this. Yeah, have already I'm get ready. ready for this. I'm ready. Have already been answered. Yes. They have already been decided. They have all it's finished, it's right. done, let's move on. They can't no, because this is the modernist heresy. Yeah. This is exactly what Pope P- Pope Saint Pius the Tenth wrote about. Uh, uh, and and it began 150 years ago. This is the culmination of it. Yes. Fulton J. Sheen also made made a, a good reference. He say? made a very good reference to, to this thing. He said, if these people who have who obviously have lost their faith, yeah. I'm not getting into what degree of faith they've lost, yeah. but they've lost something. Uh, they've lost something essential. Sure. If they can if they can be where they are. Look, look, Terry, just this. To dare to, the audacity to dare say we're going to change scripture, the meaning of scripture to accommodate our lives. What? I this is there there isn't a Catholic in the world. Who must follow that? Amen. As a matter of fact, every Catholic must not follow that.
0: And when we come, we back. must
1: not follow that.
0: And when we come back, Father, I'd like to delve a little bit more into this Senate that's taking place and, and really give hope to our listeners that what you just said, we can't follow that. This is anything that's going to undermine the deposit of faith. We reject from the top. To the you can't. End. You can't. And yes. that's what we want to do. We come back on the Terry and Jesse Show, Father Charles Murray, Monday. We have them all. Hour. With us, Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Father Charles Murr's with me. Father, we're talking about the synod, and Cardinal Burke had made a statement some time ago about this, and I wanted to get your take, because I think he's spot on. He said, We are told that the church which we profess to be one holy, catholic, and apostolic is now to be defined by synodality, a term which no which has no history in the doctrine of the church, and for which there is no reasonable definition. Synodality and its uh, uh, adjective, senodal have become slogans behind which a revolution is at work. Father, I think the prefect, the former prefect for the apostolic signature. He is spot on when he describes this. I think it's a phony approach to re, basically rewiring the church in a way that it's never been wired. So it, it really is uh, modernism in a classic uh, action here. Am I onto something?
1: It's it's the epitome. It's the epitome of modernism. This is what modernism began for. This this was its goal. Yeah. we've reached we've reached the goal of modernism. Wow, and of course. And of course, remember this: mm-hmm. modernism is what, as defined by it's defined by, by the by Saint Pius X. He says
0: modernism is
1: the synthesis of, of all right. heresies. And it, and the more I look at it, there you go. My gosh, that's exactly what it is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it yeah. is Freemasonry. Yeah. It is communism. It is Marxism. It is socialism. It is it is a uh, different realms of, of Protestantism. Yeah. It's all of these things that deny the transcendent. They deny the transcendent. Everything is here and now. Therefore, you've got everybody meeting in these meetings on this level.
0: Yes. All
1: horizontal.
0: All horizontal.
1: All horizontal. That's no, vertical. vertical is not really important. No.
0: And Father, you. And may- I've got
1: to I've got to tell you something else, too, Terry, You, you, Get you off because you brought it up. Okay. You brought it up. <laughs> It's, it's your fault, Terry. I don't
0: mind. I'll take it. I got big shoulders.
1: St. Anthony. Learn yeah. it.
0: Oh, yeah. What a great
1: saint. Uh, and, and, and what he did in Cuba. Yeah. What he suffered for in Cuba. Great part of it was this. Listen to this. I'm listening. Was trying to get... When the Spaniards came, they brought the faith. Yeah. And anybody who says that that's a horrible thing, that he should have left all these people in their, in ignorance... Yeah hasn't a clue of what civilization is about and they have no respect for for advanced civilization and for the Western civilization at that. However, one of the battles that he had was the same battle that all of the missionaries have had all through Latin America, Africa, Asia, and, and, excuse me, we're no different, Mm. Germany, Ireland, France at at different times was to get rid of superstition first that's right All right. you're talking about voodoo yeah. what he had to battle with saint saint anthony was was were the voodoo priests and voodoo practices that's right yep now when when we come to this terry mm-hmm. when we come to this when we come to creating a new rite of yeah. the catholic mass and sacraments oh, sick. yeah that have to do with today, 2023, we we, we are inviting animal sacrifice into the mass, killing chickens and roosters and rubbing eggs on people's head. I don't even know how to respond to it. How do you respond? It's so beyond beyond anything. Rather than calling these people back to the faith, rather than educating them, no. We bring we bring the sacraments down to a level of of voodoo. Well, This is incredible. This is this is incredible. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Well, when I was in Mexico yeah, for all the years I was in Mexico, was go. Tell us about we this. fought we fought I fought yeah. particularly yeah. to to rid people of superstitions. We had witches, brujos and brujas in in every town. Wow. Uh doing the craziest things and charging people of course through the nose. Yeah. And and it's all superstition, rather than rather than learning and and growing in their faith. Yeah. Anyway, well, can I- to to now to now come to the conclusion. Yeah. And thanks to the to the to the mortal sinodality Yeah. And the, a priest wrote me the other day, and he called it the mortal sin Yeah. Adality. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Anyway.
0: Well, let me let me ask the,
1: you As a as a fruit of this, we're, we're coming back to the, there's There's something very 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 wrong, and what I am trying to tell. But look. You know what, you know what you've started? You were you invited me years ago to be on your program and, and I love it. Of course, I do too. You started this. Yeah. I've got I a following. Yeah, I've I got and a following I'm of great people you, you know, who, who write, who write me glad. daily. Yeah. I mean yeah. hundreds of hundreds of emails I get. Thank goodness for emails Well, thank God. And it's 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 a it's a real apostolate. It is. But I'm yeah. telling all of them because they're very upset. Most of them are very upset.
0: Of course we are. And but
1: upset but we- and angry and, and confused. Yes. Don't well. be don't be and don't be just remember this your first allegiance before any man is to god
0: amen
1: it's to god yeah the word of god is not to be changed one iota nothing no nothing it is to be lived to studied and to be per, to, to be made real in the life of every christian that's the word of god we do not change the word of god to accommodate our lives this is crazy
0: well said. and 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 I, I I love it. Go ahead. Yeah, the reason I I got excited while you were speaking, what was coming to my mind was the term syncretism. Syncretism for those who I said, what the heck is that? It's one religion is as good as another. So I could see if you say, well, you know what, these guys have their own way of worshiping God and whoever God is to them, let them come in. Come on, you know, synodality. Come on, bring them on in. Am I onto something, or is that is is syncretism dead? Because I think it's alive.
1: Look, look. Take take St. Paul.
0: Okay.
1: Right. St. Paul went to Athens.
0: Yep. No story. Yep. Well, he was in
1: Athens. He's he's figuring out how do I approach these people with the message of Jesus Christ. How do I bring Christ Jesus to these people? How do I tell them? Right. Because they've never heard of him. What do I say? Yeah. And walking through the town, what did he discover, Terry?
0: He had a different God. He
1: discovered an altar. Yeah. He discovered an altar yeah. to the unknown God. Right. The Greeks The Greeks were very careful. They wanted to cover all their bases. <laughs> so they had, they had the, the God of rain, the God of lightning, the God of sun, the God of... But they also, if in case we missed any, yeah. well, here's an altar also to the unknown God, to, to that one we may have missed, all Right. Yeah. Well, St. Paul took that. Yeah. He took that and he said guess what? I've been walking through your fair city and I came across an altar to the unknown God. And I'm here today to tell you who that unknown God is.
0: I love it. That was brilliant. Wasn't
1: Wasn't that just brilliant? That's how we began. So he took what was (coughs) and built upon it. Yes.
0: That's awesome.
1: But he did not come in, take say, This is, this is Jesus Christ. This is what Christ wants. This is what God wants. Now, you apply that and keep sacrificing to your false gods. Yeah.
0: No, I, I hear you. That's a great, great analogy. Going in reverse. Of course it is. You know, this
1: is, this is just, this is just, it, this is crazy. This is crazy. It's, it's, Terry, I'll use the word. I, a lot of people are afraid to use it. I'll use the word. It's diabolical.
0: It is diabolical. This is diabolical. Of course it is. I'm sorry, but it is. It is because it's, it's talking about ruining salvation of souls. It's giving people false teachings about life and it's uh yes. this diabolical that's the work of a devil let me let me just back up i know we've talked about this before but for those who are new listeners you uh have made a strong statement back in the 1970s you were uh a seminarian uh in rome uh working with cardinal gagnon i'd like you to just make the comment again because i think the issue of freemasonry also has played i mean i, I know it was 150 years ago this all started but it seems to me that what took place under your watch in other words in your lifetime in Rome share with us again the effect of freemasonry on uh, the picking of of bishops because you know there's an old statement father that says your um your personnel is policy if you know what i mean by that personnel the bishops you pick are going to implement the positions of the one who picked them so Tell exactly we people. have we have for
1: example we have a prime example today yeah. Yeah. The, the new man in charge of the of the the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith
0: yeah
1: uh, it was chosen by the Pope and he's the Pope's man okay. so what he says is what the, what the Pope wants that's to be said statement. right very fair that's, yep. right. that's very fair okay. and any president of the president of the of first National Bank yeah. is going to have vice presidents who agree with him that's right right that works okay so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tell
0: me.
1: Freemasonry from its inception, 1717, yeah. is anti-Catholic. Right. They charged the church with the church with fostering superstition, fostering nonsense, and they wanted to come in with reason. Mm. Now that that led to a group of a group of men. Who rejected Catholicism? And you'll remember that in most places of the of the Christian world, Catholicism was the religion. When still today, still today, when people when people talk about the church, they're not talking about the Baptist Church or the Methodist Church or the. the, They're talking about the Catholic Church. That's that's what they say when they say the church. Right. Mm -hmm. These men decided the following: we have to destroy Catholicism. However, we don't want to destroy the network and the organization that the Catholic Church has. Yep. We like that. We like that. That's very, very, very important to us. So what they've tried to do was destroy the faith of the church while maintaining the networking, the, the organization of the church. And they've been doing this for, they. they look, these people helped helped uh, usher in the French Revolution, the Italian Revolution, or or, uh, 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 the the Italian Revolution, which which was...
0: What about 1930s with Spain? Isn't that also an attack on the church?
1: Absolutely. And that was also Freemasonry. And see, this is the thing, Freemasonry, that this is why it's very important to understand what Pius X said, Mm -hmm. the synthesis of all heresies is modernism. Wow. It takes wow. in Freemasonry, it takes in communism, it takes in this, it takes it takes in anything that is anti-Catholic to work again. What you would say, what you would say, the progressive left today in a general umbrella statement is that, is so, that synchronism.
0: When we come back, I want to ask you to give a little description of what took place, how the Masons got a foothold in the 1970s in the Catholic Church and the effect that it has on this place. They well, were- I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Actually, Father Charles Murr sitting in for Jesse on every Monday here on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Father, in this short segment we have, I'm going to ask you to do something that's probably unreasonable. Problem solution. But, well,
1: that, well, that's a first, Terry. That's a first. <laughs>
0: And the thing it is, that I want to I want to ask you to show us how Freemasonry has played a role in modernism in the last fifty years, and we're talking about the 1970s. So, kind of, some, I know some people have heard this, but for those, it's brand new. Can you share that? And then tell us how we need to overcome this problem with obviously focusing on Jesus Christ.
1: Sure, absolutely. That's that's. Christ is always the solution to everything. Amen. To everything is Jesus Christ, all right? Yep. That's, that's established. In the, in the 1970s, uh two cardinals brought the to the Pope's attention. The Pope was Paul VI, uh, uh, an accusation, a serious accusation, not just a silly rumor, a serious accusation of two men in the Roman Curia, that means in the Vatican government, two very higher high-ups in that government were accused of being freemasons remember that in, 19, in at that time being a freemason uh you were automatically and a catholic you were automatically excommunicated from the catholic church right yep. if you died in that state without repentance you risked seriously uh losing your eternal soul that's how serious it was two of these people one a cardinal One an archbishop were accused. The investigation showed that the accusations were credible, more than credible. The Pope Paul VI called Edward Cardinal Gagnon. He was not a cardinal then; he was an archbishop to do an investigation called a papal visitation to the entire Roman Curia. Wow! Gagnon did that investigation. It took him three. Years of full-time dedication wow. to do that. He came up with the with the conclusion. He gave a list to the Holy Father, a mm-hmm. short list, a mm-hmm. short list, because these you don't go on rumor in these things. And Gagnon was a man of of, 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 of a very strict uh, conscience. Right. Uh, he, he wanted proof. He wanted proof. Well, he gave the pro the Pope the proof that at one of the two of these men, one was gotten rid of immediately. He was sent. That would be Bonini was sent to uh, Iran out. as a... As <laughs> I a...
0: remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was unbelievable. But And the other was the man who was appointing all of the Catholic bishops throughout the world. Uh-huh. His name was Sebastian Baggio. Well, oh, wow. finally, long story short, they did get rid of him. Pope John Paul II got rid of him. Wow. He, he took him out of the congregation for, for bishops, and he put him in charge of Vatican stamps
0: got him out it left him in a
1: place where he could be watched until yeah. he died right right and controlled however the damage that that man did is incalculable
0: yeah you bet
1: you can't even begin to understand it but he named Bishops and he named uh, I'll tell you what he did Terry yeah. among other things he named every founder every founding Bishop of the Saint gallen Mafia
0: isn't that interesting? Wow!
1: Right. Every one, wow. every one of those bishops that founded the St. Gallen Mafia, wow. who were ultimately responsible for ousting Pope Benedict, yeah. and putting in, putting in uh, uh, their own candidate. Yeah, He was responsible for creating them
0: so archbishops
1: right. in places that they were made cardinals. Wow! Right. So, and this is the damage that we're living in right now. Yeah. And to say that, that this is a conspiracy theory and it's, it's, it's silly, uh, I'm sorry, you're but you're rude. silly. Yeah, you're you're silly rude. if you believe that. Exactly. Because it's very serious. It's Apple. very serious. Wow.
0: How's that for concise? No, you just did it really quickly. And you know what, Father? This is why uh, we need to be looking to Jesus Christ. I, I hold up this crucifix because this is who we worship. I mean, I know there's a time when in the church, when we had so much respect for our clergy and for our bishops, and I have respect for their office, but when you see what's going on in the church and the undermining of the church, we have to call it for what it is, and we have to, yes. in charity, call these bishops and priests to live out their vocation and holiness, as Bishop Sheen has encouraged us lay people to do. And I think this is the answer for us today, is not to get mad or get depressed are to leave the church. No, get your rosary out. This is the time to fight like a man, okay? Right. In other words, we need to center our lives on Jesus Christ and live holy lives. And, you know, people get upset at Terry and Jesse because we're critical. But you know what, Father? I can't in 220. Is there, is there right? anything
1: to be critical of?
0: Yes, of course there is. But you know what? It's well. not for the wrong reason. The right reason is, we want everyone to get to heaven. When you are a pastor, and especially if you're the pastor of pastors, and you're teaching something that's undermining the deposit of faith, it wouldn't be charitable if I just said, oh, that's nice. That's his That's his position. Oh, that's nice. No, I need to uh-huh. be praying for him. And also, as I'll give you the example, my father. Let's say my father was a womanizer, and he was beating my, my mom and I was now an adult, and I saw this, I would call my dad out, okay, in love. Yes. So this is not, we're against the Holy See or the Holy Father uh, for reasons that we don't like the way he parts his hair. No, look at Father Mer's hair, look at my hair. We don't care what kind of head you got. No, We care about the hair,
1: hair, hair parting is, 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 has long been on, on <laughs> issue with <me>. us. <laughs>
0: the point of what I'm trying to convey, Father, is... This criticism is done out of love, not animosity. That's the point I'm making.
1: Absolutely. 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 But we've got to also get our criteria straight, get our get our ducks in order. All right. Go for and it. and I, I keep telling this to people who write, and I'm telling you, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people have written, and they're writing still. First of all, is the law of God to be obeyed?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: First of all, God.
0: Excellent point. First of all, God. That's
1: right. Secondly, God sent his only begotten son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and that Jesus Christ founded a church. He founded that church with his blood. That's right. And he founded upon 12 men, okay. the 12 apostles. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we have apostolic succession and we have apostolic tradition. Yep. We listen to those things, and we have we have teaching from the apostles, and this is called the deposit of faith.
0: Simple. Th- Simple. This is sacred
1: to us. Yes. So we have, first of all, the word of, we have God himself. We have the word of God. We have the, the church of God. Mm-hmm. Those things are, those, the, those persons and things are not changeable
0: Yeah, they're not negotiable either. period Yep. No. Nope. period
1: that has not that's not the theology of, of father charles Murray. Nope. that is the theology of the catholic church you don't change them anyone who wants to change them is mistaken and let Heather, me just put it that way you made a
0: promise when you were ordained a priest back in 1977 if i remember the year uh right. that you said that you would proclaim the deposit of faith okay that was a promise you made and so if for some reason you weren't doing that, and, I'm, and I know who you are, and I know you, I'm going to love you with the truth of the gospel and say, Father Murr, yes. you made a promise, just like I made a promise. Please do so. Please do so. Remind <laughs> me of that. Yes, Love, just like if, I, if you heard that I was unfaithful to my promise to my wife that I made at the altar, you wouldn't be my friend if you didn't call me out and say, Terry, knock it off. You made a promise right. exactly see that's all I'm doing to the Pope that's all I'm doing to bishops priests is saying, live out your promise
1: yes yes that's, that's exactly simple. it
0: simple we did we
1: did we did make we did make that promise and some of us took it very seriously yeah all of us should have taken it seriously some of us did
0: father give it I, when I, when I,
1: when I've been when I've been in different parishes yeah. Uh, Terry yeah the first thing I do when I get to the parish first Sunday. Or introduce myself yeah. and say, if you hear coming out of my mouth anything that is against God, the law of God, and against the faith of the Catholic faith, you are to tell me immediately. If I don't change, please report me.
0: That's that's Strickland. That's Bishop Strickland on the Virgin Most Powerful Network. Well, that's what that's
1: what I do. I'm serious about it. Same thing. Please on the report air. me for my own good. Yeah, I don't want to be giving you false, yeah, false hopes and false teaching. That's awesome. You know.
0: Yeah, and that's why we all want to be faithful. And again, that's why we. We have to build each other up by calling each other to accountability. That's what love is. Isn't that the same thing with my kids? If my kids, I'm the father of the family, and if my kid is doing something that's immoral, I need to call him out because if I don't, I don't love him. And so this is the analogy we use. Father, I want people to, I want to tell them about your books. You notice I use plural books. Uh, Richard, our engineer, can you put the books up on the screen uh, especially the one on Freemasonry, and Father, how can people write more letters to you? What email address should they go to? Oh, it's it's easy.
1: If, uh, I've got a I've got a website, and uh, I really I really I think I think there are only a couple letters that uh, that were rather derogatory that I didn't answer. Yeah. But any ans- any questions that the, any letters that, that are sincere, I answer. And Good. you just go to my website. Good. I, I, I told you this, Terry, just World the other day. I learned that www was World Wide World. Web. I can't believe it. it tells you I something. didn't know that. It's
0: right.
1: www.charlesmurr, M-U-R-R, all one word, charlesmurr.
0: And, and you're there, exactly. my website. And, Father, you know, I was with uh, the uh, actor uh, for The Passion of Christ, James uh, Jim, e- Jim Caviso, two weeks ago at a pro-life dinner, and he gave a talk and he said this this is for you and for me to hear and for our listeners if you guys want to hear this about Jim Caviezel he says when I was going to play the role of Christ and the passion of Christ I went to a priest and I said father I don't think I'm the right guy for this role because there's got to be a lot more people who are more talented to play Jesus Christ in this movie And the priest looks at Jim and says Jim you're absolutely right but God never uses the best; He always uses the weakest. So embrace it. <laughs> you like that?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go, true. Father. We're. Exhibited. However,
1: uh, in this in this case, Terry, yeah. I'd have to disagree. <gasps> I've never seen a better. I've never seen a better Christ figure ah. in film or, or I, in production awesome. or play than, awesome. than than Jim himself. Father, how Fantastic about a, how about God. a
0: blessing before we go?
1: Absolutely. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost descend upon you and remain forever. Amen.
0: Father, Jerry, thank you. Thank you. And Father, if you were Jesse, I'd say what state should we be living in? And what's the answer for that?
1: I'm not Jesse, but I can tell you the same answer. Absolutely. The, the state of grace.
0: Exactly. Because truth doesn't change. <laughs> it's the same nope. answer. Remember, Our Lady of Fatima said, souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. We all can make sacrifices. I don't care if you're five years old or 105. Unite your sufferings with the sufferings of Christ to help redeem the world. That means at Mass. I'm going to Mass in a few minutes with my family. Good. And what am I going to do? Offer that Mass for the salvation of souls, for my family, for the world, for the conversion of sinners. Please consider doing that each day. May God richly bless you and your family.